When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast. Boy, that just sums it up, doesn't it? Mario's not coughed in six hours, and the coughing fit starts as soon as the mics go on. I'm okay. You've done it. You've I'm killed okay. Mario. Oh, my God. Hawks lose <laughs> 7-1 to the Kraken. Thanks for joining us. We'll Smoke talk to you tomorrow on, on the CHG. No. Uh, we are powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Sure Learn is. more at ComEd.com. Slash clean. We love ComEd. What's easier, switching to ComEd for a cleaner business or beating the Blackhawks? Switching. He's very easy to do. I don't know. Switching to ComEd and scoring on Arvid Soderblom might be in the same Ooh. realm. That, that you should add that to the copy. Yeah. Look, uh, you guys know the drill. Hit the like button, subscribe, all that great stuff. We're not doing a four-star tonight because everyone sucked ass for 60 minutes. So uh, vote, which was the worst game of the year? This one, the Arizona game, or the Columbus game? So many difficult choices. We'll reveal the winner at the end. Uh, we are going to talk about Arvid Soderblom. He was awful. There's yep. no doubt about it. However, I am not letting any of the other guys on this team off the hook. Nobody. This is a complete top-to-bottom Connor Bedard down to Nikita Zaitsev failure of a team in this game. It was absolutely embarrassing. I know that Seth Jones is hurt. I know Taylor Hall's gone. I know Corey Perry's out. I know Mackenzie Entwistle wasn't there. I know they have every excuse in the book to get their asses kicked. The Kraken have lost eight of their last ten. They are not a good team. The Kraken are a crap-ass team. They were out there skating around the Hawks like they were the Oilers or the Maple Leafs or the Colorado Avalanche or the Dynasty Hawks or the 90s Red Wings or the 80s Oilers. Name the Dynasty team you want. The Hawks could not get the puck. They didn't care to get the puck. They didn't try to get the puck. It was embarrassing, top to bottom. And if Luke Richardson has a uh, BioSteel table flip in his arsenal, tonight's the night. Mm -hmm. That was bullshit. And he should be the first guy in there. No more of the players handling it thing. That he said they've that done, all year. They've worth, done that twice this season, and it has not worked. How many players only meetings have there been so far? At least two. At least two. The message isn't getting through. Nick Felino, it's not working apparently. His message isn't getting through, so it's time for the coach to try something. This is embarrassing. You should be embarrassed to be a Hawks fan tonight. The team should be embarrassed for this performance. I'm sorry. That was absolute garbage. Yep. Too many uh, zeros on the give a fuck meter tonight from this team, and and honestly, too many throughout this throughout this season. There have been more games this year, and we're only a third of the way through, where we're like, what a garbage effort compared to what we saw last year. For the record, just from Mark Lazarus now, still waiting for the Blackhawks room to open. There you go. There he you says go. this would be, I believe, the third post game players meeting of the season already. I hope it's not players only. I hope Richardson's ripping into him. Because the, the, the quiet, stern dad only goes so far, apparently. Like, 
you got to – we were talking about the cards that you play with Lucas Reichel to get something out of him. Richardson's got to play play the chew your, chew your head off card tonight because something's, something's got to happen with this team. And if that doesn't happen, if, a, if a, a performance like tonight after the multiple performances we've seen like tonight's game over, this, over the course of the season doesn't get anything out of this team, then they have packed it in and they've punted on this season. And it's, in, it's mind-boggling because, yes, you do have – the deficiency of the players that you expected to have this year that were going to give you some some more jumps, some more production with Hall and Perry and Athanasia yeah. for the majority of the season, but loss of talent doesn't does n- sh- never should equate loss of effort, and and this team has a deficiency in effort, and it's crazy because we didn't have it last year, and there's a lot of carryover from last year to this year's roster, and it's inexcusable. Yeah, it like this was the game that we were all worried we were going to see against the Oilers when we yeah. heard, when we saw that you know Jones and Korchinski weren't there and all that, and they had some effort against the Oilers. Yeah, tonight no effort again. We've seen it. I mean, I could sit up here and and pretend that I'm outraged and I'm mad. No, I, I mean because let's face it. The majority of the guys who are out there putting in no effort are not going to be here when it matters. Yeah, I know but that. But the guys that are going to be here, you need to see it. Yeah, sure. There are guys but here that are going to be here. You can't, have, not you can't have 18 guys coasting. I, I, yeah, it's, it's, 19. It's, it's... And it's toxic. It's disappointing, but it's, it is what it is with this team. That's their identity. We, I said it a couple weeks ago. Everybody says this team doesn't have their identity yet. Yeah, they do. They do. They're a team that... Going to take nights off. Going to be easy to play against. The exact opposite of what they they wanted their identity to be. Mm-hmm. It's the exact opposite. Beat them to every puck. They they'll never get the puck out of the zone. They don't go and get take the puck away from you. They're easy to play against. That's their identity. An easy team to beat. There was a shift in the second period today. Nikita Zaitsev was out there for 237. Phil Kurashev, 220. Connor Bedard, 214. Lucas Reichel, 212. Philip Roos, 152. Yeah. That's and, how pinned I was shocked yeah. that they didn't give up a goal or take a penalty in that in that shift. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Way to small, go. Small. Uh, yeah. Small you had to engage the puck carrier to take a penalty. Usually. Yeah. yeah. You have to touch them. But right. I mean, you could just throw your stick at a guy and say, screw it. You know, at least that shows you. Got some emotion. At least you're trying something. You know, it's like that scene in Major League where it's where he hits him with a, it's about goddamn time. It's seven nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can't say goddamn on the radio. Don't worry, no one's listening. Um, yeah. So it is what it is. It's it's it, it is frustrating because you've got guys on this team that have done it before at a high level. And you've got young guys that you want to see get in the habit of playing hard every night. Mm-hmm. This is this they're just, is they're just not doing it. It's bad habits uh, hockey right now. Well, that's what Darren Pink said. They've got to they've got to learn some structure. They've got to learn some fight. It's and I don't it, really know how that happens at this point because they are playing the world's simplest 
version of the game. Yes. Mm. Luke Richardson cannot dumb it down any more than it is. They're playing, uh, you know, you. 13 hockey systems right mm-hmm. now like they yeah. are they are as simple as you can be and if these guys can't get structured playing simple you can't make it anymore like i i don't know i don't know what what the uh you can't throw the, more at them if they can't get the no, basics no they can't do the basics so this is just it is what it is it's a awful roster it was a mediocre at best roster to start the season and then it's been decimated by injuries I mean, you don't have your top two defensive pairing out there tonight, so you're playing your backup goalie who's been bad. So I, I'm not shocked this is the end result based on what was out there. And then to top it on off, you get another one of those, eh, we're just going to coast tonight and get on the plane and go home type of efforts. Yeah, that's that's where the the, the issue is. If they, if they got ran out of the arena 7-1, to one, but it's like, ah, they hit a couple posts and – you know, a couple couple plays go the opposite way where they're trying to make something happen. Then you're like, well, at least the effort was there. The execution wasn't or wasn't where it needed to be. Seattle just capitalized. That wasn't the case. And were, Seattle just came out there with they cared more. Yeah, and two of the two of the goals, you don't you're like fine. One hit a skate. One hit Nikita Zaitsev seven the arm and landed right on the stick. Right. Nothing you could do about those. But Outside the other of that, five, it's five one. Yeah, and here and here's the thing too. Like, Greg, you're right. Like this team, when a team shows you who they are, believe them. Right? Fine. But you saw this team, despite losing the game in Edmonton, come out and give an effort for 60 minutes. And part of it is they knew if they didn't, they were going to get pasted mm-hmm. tonight. Once again, as they did in Montreal, Arizona, Columbus the nominees for the worst loss of the year up up with this one Mm -hmm. assumed that it would be an easy game for them. They assumed that they can come out and play at 75% and hang in there and make it close. No, no, they are the team. I don't know what, I don't know what this team thinks they are. They are the easy game for 31 other teams. That's right. Including Anaheim, including San Jose, uh, they, they are the team that other teams can come out and put a 75% effort in. And get a win. Except the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, <laughs> the only team I ever seen Bloom has beaten this year twice. That uh, just makes that. that uh, well, me. I mean that the, that the Leafs are me. their own category. Here's a uh, quote from uh, Mark Lazarus. Tyler Johnson said it was a quote terrible game. Yep. Said he was quote pissed off and called it quote unacceptable. Sure. Said guys were watching rather than battling. Okay. Tyler Johnson. Uh, He's one of those guys. He was even. Three shots. Hey, he he led the team. He was tied for the team leading shots. That's one guy who actually was not god awful in this one. Yeah, but there's been a lot of there's been a lot of games. Sure, where he's been a passenger. He's been a passenger too, so. in games where the rest you of the know. team has played okay. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you're finger pointing, you got to be thumb pointing too. Yeah, yeah. They all um, said guys were watching rather than battling. Mm. Just say we, we were sure because that that's a team that was a team. Suck fest tonight. They all from top to bottom. So, I think I've seen that before. Yeah, Team Suck Fest wasn't yeah. that. Uh, wasn't that a Broken Lizard movie? I think so. <laughs> Might have been. Yeah, after Beer Fest. Yeah, yeah. That was. I mean, credit to everybody for being here. Like we appreciate it. Like seriously, it's. Yeah. It's really what you saw tonight, and especially this late at night. 
You have every excuse to not be here. So the fact that you are means the world to us. Stick with us. We're going to give you a full show with all the stuff we usually do, except for four star. Um, we do appreciate you being here. I know we got some super chats to get to when we're going hey, we to. We got but over 160 people watching on a, great. at almost midnight on a Thursday. Look, and, and they're pissed after off too. After a 7-1 loss. Yeah. So you guys and, are and the best. Yeah, you guys in the chat upset. We're, I'm right there with you. Like I'm, I'm the emotional investment, the time investment. Like, yeah, it's our job. But also we're still fans. Um, you want it to be reciprocated. At least a little bit from the team, and on nights like tonight, it's where it's where you you just throw up your hands and you're just like, does anyone give a shit? Like, should I give a shit? Like, I was talking with Steven, we made made a little joke about we were talking about the office. I said this season is season eight of the office to me. I don't give a shit about it. Yeah, like they they their performance they need to care so that the fans also care because if you lose the fans with this team with Bedard. Oof. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, as soon as they start winning, they'll be back. But, I mean, you had an opportunity this year to capitalize on Bedard fever. And, yes, the season would go differently if all the people missing for various reasons were missing. Sure, sure. Of course. And and Kyle Davidson built a team that was at least supposed to be competitive when they played. And had all those pieces been here, they probably would have been. And that's a given. And, look, the team as constructed now has not had a lot of time to practice. They didn't get a practice in yesterday because of a flight issue. Those are valid excuses, but not you don't have to practice trying. Right. That's not what practice is. If you want to implement a change to your system or do a little tweak on the power play, fine. And I get it. Nikita Zaitsev, not a power play quarterback. He's going to struggle out there. Those things make sense. I get that, right? But at the end of the day, the 1-3-1 power play is something that Every player on this roster has played their entire career at one point or another. It's not that effing complicated. Like Greg said, nothing Luke Richardson is is implementing should be so mind-boggling to this team that they can't figure it out. It is basic-ass hockey Mm -hmm. from top to bottom. And yeah, of course, practice is where you work on your problems. You sort things out. And it hasn't been there. But this is not the fact that they have in practice. This is not travel woes. This is not the end of like a five-game Western Western road trip. Yeah. It's a two-game trip. Two-game trip. You had yeah. You know you had a rough travel day, but you didn't practice that day, so you got you got the time to recoup and re- and rest, right? And be fresh to go. And nobody looked fresh to go. I just I don't know. I don't know. Tough tough travel day. In the NHL is not exactly a tough yeah, you're, travel you're, day. Like for te- us. you were delayed on your yeah, team your charter, charter flight to get to get to the Hilton and, yeah. in in Seattle. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're not you're not sitting in an airport fine. for nine hours next to a screaming child and some asshole yeah. to having a conversation on speakerphone. Like you're fine. I like, want to shake your hand. Yeah, like, I want to shake your hand. <laughs> 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 that motherfucker right there is not real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just, let's just end it now. That's, that's the high point. It's not gonna get any better. I'm tired of these fucking snakes on a fucking plane.
<laughs> There's so many ways we can go. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Our travel was very difficult. My diet coke did not have ice in it. Uh, excuse me. Uh, my pillows are not very fluffed right now. Give me an effing break right here. Oh, travel difficulties. No, I don't want get on the ice and play. I don't want to hear that. I don't think they're going to use that. But you know, it's a convenient excuse. You know. Sorry, we were a little. We were off course. Jet lag. And, 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 and the pilot kept asking me if I like gladiator movies for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I mean, listen. And, and I'm seeing people in, in the chat. We need to fire Luke Richardson. Come on, come on. What, what uh, go to bed. To what do you want him to do? You can bring in any. You can bring in Scotty Bowman from the 1970 Montreal Canadiens roster. Well, he's available I, now. I, yeah, I mean, you you can bring. You know, when we try Gerard Gallant, the day after never. That guy, no what thanks. You, what are you talking like, about? Relax. This roster, <laughs> when it's healthy, is mediocre at best. This roster mm. now. Probably will lose the half of the AHL. Like, it's not a good roster. So, like, when if Luke Richardson, when he's the coach and this team has your big free agent signings that we're, they're, they're going to go after in the next gonna, couple yeah, of years. Judge him when there's talent. Bedard is a Hart Trophy candidate, and you're, you're getting all these core guys that you've drafted over the last couple of years here, and you get all these guys – and you still can't win games. Okay, then you look to move on. Well, this yeah. is this is like this is a terrible, terrible roster. And blaming the coach is just—it's <laughs> the laziest thing you can do. It's the <laughs> stupidest Brett. take you could possibly say from some people that li- love their stupid takes. Bring, you're, you're either raising yeah. the bar or lowering the bar on your takes, depending on which way you bring go. back Colleton. It's it's. That, that oh, he's yeah. kidding. That, There's no way that's yeah, serious. That guy's not <laughs> Shockey Boys is not serious. Shockey yeah, Boys. Yeah, we need uh, to, I'll say this, take, though. <laughs> I, you're right. This team would benefit from some man-on-man hockey. Suggesting <laughs> firing <laughs> Luke Richardson like is, is silly <laughs> yes. and an overreaction. However, <sighs> we are a third of the way into the year, This and, and there have been the same problems happening over and over again. And most jobs... If you make the same mistake over and over again, you lose your job. In most jobs. Yeah. Not I, all. Well, and, and I think, like, <clears throat> I think, like, we, I believe you judge him when, when there's talent and expectations. Agreed. Uh, his, but we can't just his, give his, seat, his, not seat just not, his seat is not hot because Kyle Davidson has not given him a roster to compete with. It's not right. given him the expectations of you need to get something out of these guys. But... To the point, he's got to be able to get something out of these guys. You can't just say, oh, it's nothing and it's okay. Like, you have to get something out of them. Last year, he got something out of a bad roster, at least effort-wise. At least the buy-in was there. A coach can only do so much, but you want to see what he can get out of these players. And if the players are just completely checked out, that isn't 100% not on the coach. Like no, there's, there is, there is some, there. some, some to, to go around. So I don't know. We also had to keep in mind, he's a first time coach too. And this is the no, first, uh, no, he's in his second year. I don't think that's an excuse. Well, it's anymore. his first job. This is the first, it's his first NHL head coaching first, job. He's in year two of, this is the first crisis he's faced as a coach. Last year, there was no <sighs> sure. expectation. The team was competitive, even in losses. They tried hard, which is all the expectation was. 
and everyone liked it. Everyone loved Luke after last year. And I think the vast majority of Hawks fans still really like Luke Richardson. Yeah. I don't want to get in an argument with straw men here, but he still has leash, but it's, but you, I think it's getting a little worry. shorter. It's Derek King's fault. Don't you know that? Oh yeah. Always. Jesus but it's just, Christ. it's uh <laughs> it's just, I can't take stupid. Right he now. has to, there are going to be lessons he's learning on the job too. Yeah. And yeah. second year players like Lucas Reichel, they all are still learning. Like one season does not make you a veteran coach. So this is the first real crisis that Luke's had to deal with. Yeah, and we everybody warmed up to him last year about how hard they play and look how great, you know, they're losing every night, but they're still playing hard. Well, they're still losing every night, but that effort isn't there on a nightly basis. Yeah. That probably has more to do with roster than coaching. Yeah. Because he was doing the same things last year, and you were getting that effort because you had more of those kind of guys on the team. You know, you had your Sam Lafferty's until they traded him, and your Jake McCabe's and your Brian, and your Max Domi's. Those guys were maximum effort guys every night. You don't have any of those guys right now. Well, and I, yes, everybody you, should be a maximum effort guy every night, but the, 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 let's just face the facts. Some guys aren't, and the Blackhawks have a team full of them right now. Well, and I've said this before, and you just listed a bunch of guys that were here last year, and you you selectively edited two of them out, Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane. And I am not advocating that either of them should have returned, but I've said this a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to remind you for people that weren't there. And Alex Vlasic admitted this as much to us. With those guys around, especially Taves, there was a fear of fucking up. They did not want to disappoint Jonathan Taves or Patrick Kane. And we said, the presence of Nick Foligno makes this locker room much looser. And much and much more, the leadership is much more approachable and less intimidating. Well, maybe it's a little too approachable, and maybe mm. it's not intimidating enough because you yeah. we had a player tell us that when Jonathan Taves is around, these guys they straightened up and flew right. They knew none of these guys wanted to piss off number nineteen. They grew up idolizing the guy, and to let Jonathan Taves down was a huge fear. Not like oh my god, he's going to yell at me, but. Oh my God! I don't look. If we skate on a line with Jonathan Taves or or Marion Hosa or Sidney Crosby or whoever else, we'd all have that awe too of like, oh my God! I don't want to be the guy to piss them off. Yeah. Well, maybe Luke Richardson they needs to step in that role, and I don't want to be the guy that pisses. Luke that's what Richardson I'm saying. Off. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Yeah. And again, I'm not. I'm not advocating bringing either of them back. I think they did the right thing moving on, but I do think, as you look at what are the because look at you look at this roster and. If you go through it, you're like, which of these guys lacks character? Before the year, you wouldn't probably wouldn't have said any of them. I don't but as a group, they lack character. <clears throat> yeah. No, you're right. I, I, I think individually, you would believe that there are guys that would go in and, and put in the effort night in and night out because that's kind of what got them here. A guy like Tyler Johnson. Um but yeah, collectively, it's just, it's it's just not clicking for some reason, and I don't know if it's because the message is the same, and and they don't, you know, the guys that were here last year don't want to go through the same kind of season as they did last year, and that's trickled down to the either the young players or the new guys, and now it's there. There's no buy-in for a team that has no aspirations of doing anything this season. Uh, I don't know. 
you know, last year it was chip on the shoulder. Uh, everybody's, you know, counting us out. We want to prove people wrong. I understand it's hard to live in that mindset. It's hard, it's hard to be in the everyone thinks we're garbage, so we want to prove them wrong. After a season like last year and after how this season started, I'm, I mean, I can, I can see how it's like, ah, shit, more of this. Like, I don't want to do this again. But yeah. you're, you're a professional, and your job is to go out and play hockey, and you're rewarded handsomely for that compared to the rest of the world. You would like to think that that is a motivation enough to be like, I'm going to give a shit night in and night out. Well, I think Kyle Davidson is probably obviously disappointed with how this season is going so far. He's probably not mad. As far as like, yeah. oh great, I get another top three pick, and I get yeah. another crack at it. We're like, we're all we're all frustrated with with the team and how they're playing, but the fact that they have right now the best odds at Landy Macklin Celebrini, I'm not upset about that because of the direction the organization is going. But it's how you get there. They got their they got to tied for second worst last year, third off, off the tiebreaker in the standings by being bad but playing hard. And I had no problem with how they got to the bottom of the standings last season. And this year they're down there because they're dealing with they're dealing with injuries, they're dealing with one of the guys they counted on to be one of the offensive leaders in Lucas Reichel being completely invisible. Mm-hmm. They're dealing with one of their young goalies they were hoping would be average being awful. So a lot of things have gone wrong. That's why they're back yeah. at the bottom of the league. They, they, the expectations were slightly better than last year. They were not playoffs by any means. So that's why it's like, okay, the, the Luke Richardson chatter is like... No, they were going to land is, high lottery odds regardless. Right. So, like, while we can all, you know, Davidson could be disappointed that what he envisioned happening isn't happening because, again, of the injuries, of pl- guys getting kicked off, of young players completely underperforming Mm -hmm. he's probably looking at it going well hey i might get the number one pick in back-to-back years and that's if you're gonna go through a shit season get rewarded for it i guess Uh, yeah all right let's uh take our first break when we come back we'll have some quotes from uh luke richardson and uh, a little bit more from tyler johnson that are pretty good i'm seeing rolling here so first mario is going to tell you about Midtown. Yeah, the Midtown Athletic Club. They give a shit about your health, mentally and physically, and they have four locations in the Chicagoland area. For you to do just that, they have uh, locations in Palatine, Bannockburn, Willowbrook, and, of course, right here in the heart of the city, the Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel, located in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. Uh, And they have a ton of different options for people looking to better their physical and mental health. Uh, For individuals, families with kids, uh, people looking to make some lifestyle changes, holistic wellness, all of that good stuff. Midtown has options for you, and they have amenities out the wazoo, a super uh, luxurious locker room setup with both wet and dry saunas, uh, premium amenities like outdoor and indoor pools and hot tubs, uh, fitness studios and theaters that are just uh, top-notch uh, quality that you're not going to find at any other gym. Yoga, spin classes, boxing, group exercise, CrossFit training, standard weights, all of that stuff. You're going to get that at Midtown at the highest uh, quality that there is. And if you like tennis, you are going to love Midtown 
They have the best tennis courts and programs in the sport. Indoor and outdoor courts are available. They got pickleball, paddleball, all of it professional quality. So head over to midtown.com slash CHGO to find out more and to tour the Midtown Athletic Club nearest to you. And you could bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Looking here at the app right now for tomorrow's games, the Sharks have won six of their last ten. The Coyotes have lost four in a row. Mm. The Sharks. But I are, thought they beat all the Stanley Cup champions. They did, and then they, and they lost everybody else. Since. Oh. They, they, yep. only, if they, only they played, used all their juice. Yeah, <laughs> The wheels have fallen off that wagon. You hate mm. to see it. That's tough. Uh, the Sharks are plus one and a half. And plus 170 on the money line. So you could parlay those if you'd like. Hey, or just play one or the other. Uh, I like that. I like the Sharks to win the game outright. So how about the money line, Sharks and Coyotes tomorrow night? You could do that on DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code CHGO. New customers can bet 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code CHGO. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 108, uh, 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. cdkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League, copyright NHL 2023, all rights reserved. All right. Also, reminder, Tuesday, we are going to be out and about in town with our friends at Goose Island for a Hawks Avalanche watch party. That is at Broken Barrel Bar, 2548 North Southport. It is a free event, but head over to allchgo.com. Navigate to our events page and RSVP so we know how many people are coming again. If it's a last-minute show-up, you can certainly show up and join us, but it's going to be a good time. Event starts at 6.30, puck drops at 7.30, Hawks Avs Tuesday at 6.30 at the Broken Barrel Bar with our friends from Goose Island. Maybe a Broken Barrel will start in goal on Tuesday. That'd be good. That, I would like that. Might chances. have a higher save percentage. Might. It might. Yeah. All right. Uh, a couple quotes here from practice, uh, or from practice, from post-game. Yeah. This from Ben Pope Richardson says, uh, quote, obviously our depth chart has been hit well, but we've been patching holes as we've been going on. But once we get to a certain point, we've got to be perfect, and we're certainly not perfect tonight. Mm -hmm. He also said Alex Vlasic was dealing with some soreness, and with the game well out of hand, they took him out as a precaution. Was hopeful Vlasic could play Sunday against Vancouver. Oh, my God. Mm. Uh, Luke Richardson didn't express much concern for Soderblom after another rough night. Said he's, quote, a confident kid who moves on quickly from bad nights. A lot of practice. And another Tyler Johnson quote from Mark Lazarus, quote, it's coming, it's us coming to the game, just ready to play, ready to go after them compared to just being scared to make mistakes. We were just tentative on everything and credit to Seattle. They worked hard and they competed and they took it to us and we just didn't respond. Showing up to work, showing up to work, ready to play a hockey game. Basic 
simple, should be able to do every night. If you can't do that, like I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. How about if you don't? If you once again choose to not show up, you are once again going to be embarrassed. Isn't that no motivation enough? Uh, yeah. Don't you these think? guys like? It, where's the pride? I don't know. Don't these guys feel like? I don't know. It just it's I, weird. I, if I was if I was the on the team that was the get right game for everyone else in the league, I would get pissed off and I would try and do something about it. I don't know. Right? It's very like, aggravating. I know it might be easy to say, but like, if I was a, if if I was an NHL caliber hockey player, I think it'd be pretty fun to go and play hockey for a, a living, and I would like to play play decent hockey. And showing up to the rink would be you would think would be fun. I, and I I I don't know if if you can't self motivate like that's a that's a problem. And I, I just we saw it la- again. We saw it last year. What changed in a lot of the players that were here last year to this year? I think a lot of it has to do with I, I think some of it is like. Not necessarily like they walk on the ice the first period going, ah, I don't give a shit today. I just think it's some nights it's like they give up that go. They, they fall behind and they like, well, it's over. Like it's a defeatist attitude. Yeah, but they uh, scored first in like what? Six straight games? Tonight they fall down two nothing. They get that Taylor Radish goal and you're like, awesome oh, momentum. And then literally like a minute later, yeah. bad luck. And it goes off of Jason Dickinson. Was it Dickinson's stick this time? And it's 3-1. And the game's over at that point. They, yeah. they fold it in the tent. It, it just They're a fragile team. And, I, and Luke, Richard, yes. Luke Richardson is exactly right. With the roster the way it is, they have to play perfect. But they, don't, they can't play perfect. So it seems as soon as one bad thing happens... Another one happens after that quickly, and then it's just they're done. They're like a they're they're like when you drop an egg off a third third story balcony, it's cracked Look, a million I, pieces, I, and I, it's, yeah. it's done. I, I think that you are. I think that you're on it. Probably more than simply them not caring. That is always the easiest thing to think. And look, like I didn't see a lot of checks finished. I didn't see a lot of aggressive forechecking. But, it, again, that's another chicken or egg thing. Because if your confidence is sapped and you feel like everything you do is going to be wrong and end up in the back of your net, you are tentative. And we talked about it with Kirby Doc when he was here, that a tentative yeah. hockey player is a bad you, hockey you player, and you've got 23 of them right that, now. Like, I don't want to get caught deep checking because then it's going to be an odd man rush the other way and it's going to be in the back of our net because our goalie can't make a save well, right now. And, the, yeah. and it's, that's just it just trickles down, and all of a sudden you got a roster of 18 guys that don't know what to do and that's, because nothing is working. And that's another element of it, too, is not only can we not make a mistake, even if we don't make a mistake, if they shoot, it's probably going in. Yeah. Because Soderblom can't stop anything right now. And I know yeah, Jackson Sauber is no great shakes in Rockford, but you might just have to do it can't be worse. Can it be worse? No. Than what Soderblom's doing right now? No. I don't no, think so. It can't be much worse. I know like it's not it's not gonna be it's not gonna Jackson be worse. Jackson Stauber is not a savior by any any no. risks, but if he gives you a nine hundred save percentage, that's a major improvement. When you say that hockey has a really good idea. Uh, I like the Blackhawks to trade. Trade and get Alex Stalock back. Because Alex Stalock's <laughs> not even on the NHL roster right now. Yeah. Yeah, could have kept him. I mean, I wouldn't mind 
I'm done with that. Trade Marvin Soderblom for for Alex yeah. Taylor. At least he'll be entertaining as all shit. That was part of the fun last year, and he was really good. But at least yeah, he, he was played, like he played well. He kept you. He entertained you. He might have lost more than he won, but man, when he was out there, he was fun to watch. Yeah, I'd be definitely calling up Anaheim, saying, "Hey, we, he's not. He's not. You're not using him. You're we not can, using we, him at all. We need him. See, I mean, you know, yeah. I, 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 for, I, for me, I look at it as like. You can't we'll trade be you Derek King. There you go. Sure, you can That'll trade. fix everything. Trade problem. coaches. He, you know what he? You know what Derek King's not doing? He's he as the off coach of the offense. He forgets to tell him to shoot it in the net. Mm. Fireable offense. That's it. That's what fireable he's, offense. That's that's true. It's all Derek King's fault. Yeah, I just <clears throat> the making mistakes thing. Like being tentative and not wanting to make mistakes usually leads to mistakes. This team with their talent level, they're gonna make mistakes. Like it's that's just gonna happen. I'd rather them make mistakes at a, at a hundred miles an hour, than be tentative, you know, playing at half speed, just trying to be perfect and not make mistakes. And then, oh, you're gonna make mistakes anyways. Like making a mistake at a hundred percent effort, trying to make something happen, is better than making a mistake trying to not have anything happen. Yeah, you know? agreed. Making mistakes, being aggressive, is better than making mistakes. Like standing I'd, around waiting to make I'd mistakes. I'd rather I'd rather a guy pinch and, and try and keep a keep an offensive uh, possession alive. And have a two-on-one going the other other direction. At least you're trying to keep the offensive possession alive. At least you're trying to like make a difference in the game. If this team, if this team's going to be bad, they're going to make mistakes. At least give the hundred percent effort making them. Yeah, that's that's try the, something that's the lowest fails. bar that they can clear right now. Yes, if you try something and it fails, or you oh you know we tried an on-man rush or a stretch pass and it cost us. Fine. Yeah. So what? I mean, we're seeing there's not a lot of consequences here. There, and there's also, like, not really anyone to bench. There's right. no one left. So all it's these guys are going to play yeah. until Especially they get Especially when everyone's hurt. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> you know? So make your mistakes trying. Yeah. And Alex Talock is not even, like, the main starter with the San Diego Goals. He's only played six games in the AHL this year. I, it's Does not going to happen. They I, haven't I would been, like it to happen. But they haven't been good. Happen. He's got a 3.78 GAA and a 893 save percentage. But, hey, that's because he's playing in the AHL. He's depressed. Yeah, exactly. Those kids down there don't get all his jokes. This will <laughs> fix it. He needs to get back. Could you imagine Nick Foligno and Alex Taylor in the I'm, same I'm sure, same I'm, I'm sure the hunting and fishing in San Diego is not uh, what it was in the Chicagoland area. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. I, you know, And for all the people saying bring up Drew Camesso, why no, in why? your right mind no, would no, you say, no, hey, Drew Camesso, come make your NHL debut as we throw you in fire yeah, and pour gas on you? Come get shelled you, with this horrible you want, you team want to that talk doesn't about care. You want to talk no. about destroying a young player's confidence? Oh, my God. This, no. No. It's not NHL 24. There are there are impacts to calling a guy up too soon. And you know what Drew Camesso did his last start? He gave up seven goals to the San Diego goals. Come on. And, yeah, he, and no. he gave up six in his in this performer he's he's hit a wall it's, not a wall but he's struggled his last go no no drew no. like it's same thing same thing for doc yeah same thing for allen and del mastro like they are not the first guys you call up to bring no. into this that's into why this you're calling right up now. philip roos and, yeah and you know that's why if you need another forward it's probably going to be brent Thini. like mm-hmm. you call those guys up because you need your young guys to keep playing big minutes in Rockford, yeah, it in a more competitive environment. Yes, it is better, more beneficial for Colton Doc to be the guy in Rockford right now as opposed to playing third, fourth line minutes on a bad NHL team. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, 
No, you do not put. I don't want those Drew young guys Camezzo in this locker there. room. You 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 put Drew Camezzo. You give Drew Camezzo a start. Maybe at the, if he if he plays real well, maybe you call him up and you say, "Hey, you make your NHL debut like the last March. game of the regular season, March or April," and say, yeah. "Hey, you've earned this. Come up and get a come up and get a road yeah. trip with the team and 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 get your charter flights and your and your." luxury hotel and we'll let you start a game mm-hmm. and you can go back for the AHL playoffs. The other thing too is if you do feel like you want to bring up Colton Dock or somebody like that at some point, you don't do it now when everything is on fire. Mm-hmm. And then cuz even if you don't even if you don't say this to him, he's going to feel like shit, I need to come here and fix this. And Andres Bjork can't come up because he's on an AHL only contract. Yeah, it's not guys. Well, they could sign him. They could. Right, but yeah. yes, they have to do that first. I know we're. I know we're all grasping at straws. This and we're is all the looking funniest for a way thing, though, because we've we've spent so much time talking about how this team cannot develop players. They ruined Boquist by rushing him up here. They ruined Doc. They ruined Joki Haru. They had no patience with these guys. Got to get them up here right away. Oh, they stink. Let's trade them. And now half half you guys want to do the same thing with the with the prospects we have now. Right. No, and none of which were high first round picks. This like the other season, guys you mentioned. right? And this season is not about winning. This season is about developing. So please let them develop these kids because in two to three years we'll see the results and we'll sit back and go. Remember that really awful game in Seattle? Where yeah. We had to stay up to one in the morning talking about a seven to one loss. Those were the good old days. I'm- I hope I forget this game. I'm going to forget this game by the time I even get home tonight. By the time I hit my driveway, this this game's already out of, I do, out of my mind. I do think there needs to be you can't there's got to be some semblance of accountability though. Like if there are specific guys that Luke and his staff identify as a problem, there has to be a consequence. They can't just for the rest of the guys on the team who do show up most nights and do play hard most nights like your Mackenzie Whistles and your Nick Felinos and up and down, you know, your Alex Vlasics and all these guys who do come to play most nights, you can't just let the guys that don't do that get away with it. There's got to be some sort of thing. And it's funny that the guy who actually seems like he's a victim of this is Boris Kachuk, who, when he was in the lineup, was actually a guy that did play hard and did good yeah. things and forechecked and did all the things the right and simple way. He's the one sent to Rockford so Joey Anderson can say, "Woo, I understand it. Mm. Great, he earned it. But, like, the message has to be sent to the guys who are consistently not showing up. And we know who they are. One wears number 27. And instead, he was promoted to the top line at the end of this game. Trying to get something going, I get it. But there's got to be accountability here. Maybe it's another scratch. Maybe it's send Reichel down, and it's not just Reichel. I don't want to put on just Reichel, but, like, it can't just be like, well, we're not trying to win anyway, so let's just keep doing this because that's when you lose the veterans, and that's when you lose the guys who are like, well, what's the point? If this guy's going to coast his ass through 82 games, why should I try? Why should I be out here busting my ass, working as hard as I can for a, a meaningless season for all intents and purposes, right? Why should I go, you know, play bruised and injured and hurt all year long because I'm trying hard. When this guy's on, we all get the same exact treatment, the same exact consequence. Yeah. That that would piss me off. I agree. Um, but, you know, I don't know what those consequences are. Either you send yeah. Reichel to Rockford for a week and bring Boris Kachuk back up. Sure. I mean, you could do that. 
I don't know if it I if just, it solves I just, anything, but I I agree that they're that they can't just coast and have not 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 have anything come of it, but it's it's really hard to look at the team and be like that any of these guys would worry about their their spots or their time being taken away because they don't have the depth of right. the organization. There's no one coming to to, to worry about job. that. You know, yeah. yeah. Like if like if you're saying we're gonna scratch Taylor Radish or just as an example, I know he scored tonight, but um, for sure. And we're gonna <laughs> and we're gonna bring up David Gust. Like that doesn't. I'm sure that doesn't shake Radish's boots at all. That yeah. David Gust is coming up because he knows well he's not gonna take my spot long term. Yeah, the one possible spot taker in Rockford was Anderson. Yeah, yeah and he's taken a spot and he's done it. And yeah, besides him, besides the yeah. young guys, but again, as we said, you're, those aren't the first guys that should be coming up. No, yeah, next year could be different when you yeah. have yeah your your Docs and your Rolstons that are competing for spots, and maybe you have a Frank Mazar here and more of these guys. Maybe a, a Landon Slager is mm-hmm. another guy that. When you have more guys that are like long term guys that are going to come here and stay here. There may be some pre- more pressure. Yeah, when there's competition for jobs from legitimate guys on 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 the up and you know up and coming pace, then then I think you would have a, a spot where you're you know you got people worried about you know looking over your shoulder, making sure that you're taking care of your shit, so the next guy behind you doesn't take your spot. You want to put a spark in this locker room. You want to put a spark in this fan base. It's very easy. Yes, it is. You sign one Philip Kessel tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if the if 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 Dude. if you need if you need a team to give a shit, you signed Phil Kessel. That's a, that is his reputation more than anyone. Absolutely, yes. it's, effort guy. It's it's, it's tries hey, hard, loves the game. Hey, that's a spark, man. That's a three to three, three time. time Stanley Cup winner. Yep, kiss the rings. Walking into your just as many Stanley Cups as Patrick Kane and Jonathan Tapes, my friend. Do mm-hmm. I smell silver and hot dogs? It's Phil Kessel. It's Phil Kessel. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, we got some super chats to get to. We're going to do that right before we take another break. Uh, $10 from Edward. Thank you very much. He says, is it bias confirmation that for me, Bedard is the only one who seems to give a shit? Uh, he's among them. That's for sure. I don't think he's the only one. He's, I mean, he's, one of the, he's one of the few I'm like not worried. Right. Yeah. And the good news is like the majority of the guys that I'm not worried about are the young guys that mm-hmm. we we need. You know, I don't worry. Like, I don't worry about Vlasic's effort. I don't worry about Kevin Korchinski not giving a shit. I don't worry about Phil Kershev not giving a shit or, or you know, Isaac Phillips. Like, it's yeah. those are the guys. As long as those are the guys outside of Lucas Reichel, then I can live yeah. with, with yeah. what's happening. And for the most part. Bedard has that internal motivation, I think. Oh, he, this is, he's in hell right now. He hates losing. Oh, yeah. He's in hell. Yep, and uh, he's going to do, do as much as he can to, to reverse things here. Uh, Alton V says, just got back from the game. What an embarrassment this team is. This team is way worse than last year. No heart at all. And we have another five bucks from Mike who says, at this point with injuries, young guys are being called up and forced into situations early like Crevier need to add some veterans for their sake. And that there's a couple of people saying that. But it's also not exactly the easiest thing to do in the world. Like you just can't call up a team and go, hey, give me some veterans. Right. It's just, it's again, it's not NHL 24. You just can't make any trade you want. But Phil Kessel is right there. <laughs> He's begging. Please sign me. Yes. I want to play hockey. <laughs> He's going to cost you nothing. Maybe he could play defense. Less skating for him. <laughs> what? Oh, God. Maybe he could play don't goalie. Think so. 
Maybe. He fills the net. That's true. That's a pun. Yeah. <laughs> there's just not a... There's just not a... He's right there. There's nothing that's going to fix it this year. No. And I'm on board. Fine. But Phil Kessel will make me feel no. better. Yeah, it's fun. Bring him in. Can't wear 81 fun. or 18, so he has I to mean, pick that's, a new number. Honestly, that's, a, that's someone who's motivated to, to get back into the NHL. And like, hey, you give him that opportunity. Let and him go say, out there and score 10 goals and then trade him to sure. a playoff team for uh, whatever. Something. A, yeah. A, a shoe. Well, if he did come back, that would be a hot ticket. That's for sure. Yeah. It would be. Yeah. Uh, and Windy City Hockey mentions Ethan Bear is available. Ethan Bear is it, available to competitive teams. I, yeah. And from what Elliot Freeman reported earlier this week, it sounds like the Washington Capitals are going to be his landing spot because they want to give him uh, an extension. Oh, cool. So uh, that might be the, the might thing. But, yeah, Phil Kessel. And when Phil Kessel does sign tomorrow, God, and if you want to be I at his so. Blackhawks <laughs> debut, whatever day that is, I hope it's a home. It's going to be a hot ticket Sunday. Sunday. I don't know if he can jump in the lineup right away, but you don't think he could jump in this lineup right he, away? Sure, he could. Can't turn he your back on Reese Johnson. To. He doesn't have to go through Canadian customs and immigration to get here. No, he's an American. He's an American boy through and through. When, when you look at him, you say that guy is from Wisconsin. That's, that's, <laughs> that is definitely a Wisconsin. That is a Midwestern mm-hmm. boy right there. So whenever Phil Kessel is going to make his home debut, you want to be in the United Center for that. And that is when you download and use the game time app. You shouldn't have to worry when buying your tickets for your next big event. Phil Kessel's debut game time. I'm just going to keep saying it till it happens. Yeah. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events with killer last minute deal, all in prices views from your seat and the best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. They have, you can pick any seat that's available. And it's going to show you a picture. So yep. you'll be like, Ooh, do I get to see Phil Kessel's <laughs> glorious backside for two periods from this seat? Oh. Or do I have to go to the other side of the arena for this view? Like, am I going to see Phil Kessel's first goal know. as a Blackhawk? They Hawk? should have a Kessel cam on game time. They should. Where's oh. my best view of Phil Kessel <laughs> at the United Center? You get to your last-minute ticket deals, flash deals, zone deals. Easy to find. And you can buy a ticket for any kind of it, not just the Blackhawks. You know, some of you may not want to go to a Blackhawks game right now, and I can't say I blame you. Mm-hmm. You'd rather go see a nice, nice show at the theater. I hear there's some nice plays in town. Go get you some of that culture. You can do that too. <laughs> Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. $20 off of Phil Kessel's Blackhawks debut. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code CHGO for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, and yes. it's getting easier for businesses to switch to electric vehicles. That's something we can all get behind for the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share it. Yep, sure is. The electric grid is ever-evolving. To meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence towards an electric tomorrow. Oh, whether you have <laughs> one, de- I'm just thinking about my whole fleet of delivery vans. Um, whether you have one delivery van or a whole fleet of shipping trucks, ComEd can help guide you to make the changes that make sense. So, what should business owners do, Mario? Business owners so should go to <laughs> comed.com. 
slash clean to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, don't wait. It's electric. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business. Good for the planet. Good for all of us. Go to comed.com slash clean. Did you say comed.com slash clean? I actually said it as comed.com slash clean. Hmm. Uh, yeah, go there. See how, uh, see how going electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come. Lots of commas in that last sentence. It is comatastic. Yeah, it's a comma ed. Uh, I'm going to invent a new... Uh, we had, had our, our little swear jar for he who shall not be named. The, the j- new feature is, the jar is trade, for trade for Kent Johnson. Because yeah, it's so easy. Why <laughs> is a team trading Kent Johnson? Get two goals tonight, including the overtime Knock it winner. off. If Kent Johnson was going to be traded, Kent, he'd have been traded. Yeah, already. Kent Johnson's back in the NHL. Like, he's not going anywhere. He had two goals tonight. Yeah, yeah. no. It's enough. Yeah, it's, I, it's, Jesus. It was, it was a fun pipe dream we had. Two when it was ago. like, why are they sending Ken Johnson right. down? No, that that made sense, him. but not now. At no. least not now. Maybe when the sign Josh. Maybe Bailey. when the new yeah, we could have Josh, could have had Josh Bailey. Yeah. You can, you're already paying him. He's just already a Blackhawks legend. Yeah, yeah, just bring him back. Um, yes, one more shift for Josh Bailey <laughs> for the rest of the season. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for your service. Yeah, man. Ken Johnson's not getting traded. Maybe in the off season when the new GM takes over. Zach the Zach Parise's out there. He, I take Zach. Parise you want forty-one right year old Zach? Pr- or how old is he? Thirty-nine, forty. But he, he's old. You know what the Hawks need? Is he's a top line more, player on this team. Is more small, one-dimensional forwards. That's one thing the Hawks are missing. Who's that? Josh Bailey? No, Zach, Zach Parise. Oh yeah, he's yes. not small. He's thirty-nine, by the way. Thirty-nine. That's that's he's younger. What's than his me? height and weight, Steven? You got it pulled up there. He's not small. He's slow as fuck, though. <laughs> I mean, he's old. He's so got a lot, of, lot of a lot of mileage Phil on Kessel's those legs. Fun. Yeah, but Phil Kessel's 5'11", 195. That's, that's not small. It's not big. 5'11", 195. I bet you he's That's not. almost six foot, 200 pounds. I bet if you, you If not. you round I up. I bet you he's no longer uh Yeah, it's like just like uh, Nikita Zaitsev is 6'2". Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> There's a good idea. The Blues fans all of a sudden yeah. get Jordan Cairo. Yeah. It's, it's is, he, is he a Pudwack? I mean, aside from being Jordan a Jordan Cairo? No. no. Why? Yeah, he saw, uh, like, I saw a tab. No, here's and, here's and what happened. People said he... Got he at, at, he, yeah. Apparently, he was not a fan of Craig Berube. What? Shocking. His massive Berube's? Uh, and he said that he was asked today, because this was their first game. I know this, yeah. yeah. All he said was, he's not my coach anymore, no, or no comedy, he's not my coach anymore. And then Blues fans booed him every time he touched the puck tonight. Yeah. But was he Pudwackian before this? I no. don't think so. They just don't like him because they love their meatheads down in St. Louis. I get it. He's the coach that won you your only Stanley yeah. Cup because the Boston Bruins are scumbags and choked away that final. <laughs> F them to eternity. Uh, but he's a he's like Craig Berube is the embodiment of the St. Louis Blues organization and their fan base. So how dare you? And, and another issue that this has, Kairou sucks this year. He's not producing. That's a talented kid. And if yeah. the Blues want to say, well, you're a distraction. We want to trade you. Hello. Yeah, come on over. We will take you. Sure. Can we offer you Ryan Donato, Jared Tenorti, and uh, who, who else would Who be would a be a good blue on this team? Jared Tenorti would be an amazing blue. Yeah. Uh, Reese Johnson's got St. Louis blue written all over him. Sure. I can see that. Uh, who else? Who else? I'm sure the Blues are just dying for those guys. Hey. 
<laughs> hey, they listen, w- if we could just yeah. call up the Blue Jackets and say, give us Kent Johnson, we can get. Oh, yeah, Jordan I forgot. Yeah, right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And trade Seth Jones for Matthew Kachuk. Uh, uh, yeah, all right, let's go to Connor's Corner. We've already done too much show. Finally, something happy sounded. Uh, well, not for long. Oh, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Connor Bedard, 2031. In this one, he was a minus one, three shots on goal. He won three and lost five. Connor Face needs off to clean up 38%. <laughs> let's leave Connor's Corner immediately. Yeah, I don't think he deserved those dino nuggets. Yeah, those, yeah. those things got to get uh, be getting moldy. Not a great game for him, for a while. He certainly wasn't the problem in this one. Wasn't the problem, but didn't do much to help either. No. Yeah, he tried. No. He All tried right, a uh, no-look backhand pass yeah, across the ice through four players. He's got to stop falling in love with that. that. That's hey, not he's trying things time. aggressively. Yeah. Hey, fuck it. All right? Why not? YOLO, as the kids <laughs> say. Uh, all right, do we have a do we have a winner on which was the most disappointing loss? Who's our fourth star? No, for the we losses? don't. We have a tie. Come a on, tie. They we have a tie. All equally sucks. I'm gonna go vote. tonight versus the Kraken and uh, versus the Coyotes are both tied at 41. percent Recency biased. Uh, I'm just gonna vote right now and break the tie. I'm gonna vote for the uh, Coyotes game. Coyotes game was worse the because game. they had a much better roster at that point. Coyotes, that was the worst game. Yeah, you, you had a decent. NHL-ish roster then. And weren't you coming off a win? Didn't you beat somebody the day before? I believe so. Oh, no. Was that the Avalanche game? I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Who cares? They all run together. Can I, why can't I They're vote? all bad. I vote. Uh, it's all right. I broke the tie. I tied it again. Damn it. Come on. Rooting for chaos. You suck. Jesus. Yeah. Where's, the, where's the poll? Where's the poll? Is the ad playing? Yeah, wait for the ad to be done. Oh, it's gone. All right. Oh, this is the pregame show. Never mind. <laughs> I'll post that by the mistake. Yeah, too late. All uh, right. Uh, what else do we got to do? Well, before we go. Doing, we're not doing four-star. Uh, no, we're good. We just got to remind everybody how to get amazing bacon. And there's no better way to wash down a horrible Blackhawks loss than with pounds and pounds of delicious craft bacon. bacon. And Charlie the Bacon Guy is our guy to get it to you. Go to charliethebaconguy.com and check out all the great offerings he has there. He's based in Woodridge and makes craft bacon and bacon jams in over 30 different flavors. They're all natural, no preservatives, none of that crap in there. Nothing he can't pronounce is in his bacon. It's vacuum sealed. The freeze is great. It lasts in the package up to 45 days in the fridge and six months in the freezer. The bacon jam lasts about 60 days in the fridge and six months in the freezer. Here are some of the current flavors. Maple pepper, Nashville hot, French toast, buffalo, ranch, jalapeno garlic, jardinier, malort. Mm, interesting. Malort, by the way, canceled. Stealing recipes from Nisa Lounge. I saw that. Uh, Bacon jam flavors, (laughs) original, bourbon, spicy, peach. That goes perfect on anything. Scrambled eggs, toast, crackers, burgers, grilled cheese, cinnamon rolls, or eat it with a spoon like a real Mm. man. Be a man. Eat it with a spoon. Just stuff your face right in the bowl of bacon jam. There you go. You can can pick it right up from Charlie. You can meet him. (laughs) He can deliver it. He'll meet you halfway or ship it. He makes the bacon so you can bring it home. And starting now until, well, that's today. So if you get your order in by the end of today, December 15th, so you have 11 hours and 21 minutes to do it, no. you can save 10% on your order at charliethebaconguy.com with hours. the code CHGO10. Get your orders in and use that code to save. Again, charliethebaconguy.com. Check it out, and you can see his bacon archive on there. And if something you, mm. that he made before looks bacon good, archive. order enough, and he'll make it for you. So get in touch. You should buy so much, and Mario's wearing the helmet because he won Who's Your Heart. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. No also, cares. Rick89 in the chat 
says he put in his order with Charlie the Big and Way got to go, it. Rick. Way to go, Rick. All right. Nice, nice, nice job, buddy. Uh, you, everybody you. The other 88 Ricks <laughs> buy bacon, too. Better. Everybody should be buying bacon from Charlie. You should buy so much bacon that you need to get a new vehicle to mm-hmm. fill it with. Yeah. Like, specifically, get a Jeep Grand Cherokee's worth of bacon. That's a lot. Because I know where you can get a deal on a Jeep Grand Cherokee. What the people know? It's our partner, Ray Chrysler, right. Dodge, Jeep, and Ram in Fox Lake. Right. Yeah. And they're making room on their lot for the new 2024 vehicles that are incoming. And you know what that means? You'll be able to shop incredible savings on every new vehicle in stock during their limited time. Wrap up the year sales event. Wrap it Gotta up. Gotta wrap it up. For a limited time, <laughs> get up to 15% off new 2024 Jeep Grand Cherokees with dealer discount. You can even double bag it at Race. Oh my You'll always be able to that. shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and drive home with more money in your pocket than you'd expect, thanks to the Ray price promise. Don't miss out. Shop great deals all month long and save big because Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram makes buying a new vehicle more affordable than ever. But that's not all. Just for listening, you can get a free, absolutely free, whereas in you pay no money oil change just by mentioning CHGO at the service center or mention us when you book online at RayCDJR slash service. Hurry in. You must book before December 31st. Get your oil checked. So... If you're in the market for a new vehicle, then you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram because they're the only team we recommend. Visit them on Route 12 today in Fox Lake. For more information, check out RayCDJR.com. Serving the community since 1963, and it feels like we've been on the air since 1963. It really does. <laughs> and guess what? We're going to be back in a few hours. Hey. We are on tomorrow at 1.30. Here's the deal. We're on today at 1.30. We're, that's, thank you. Uh, it yeah. is a mailbag yeah. show. 13 hours from now. <laughs> we are doing a mail and in bag show tomorrow. So get your questions in. You can sh- shoot us an email, uh, blackhawks at allchgo.com. We're going to shoot out a tweet out there that you can respond to. Yep. Or if you're just, a diehard, head to the Discord. Yeah, Discord. In there. Exactly. Or just tweet at us. Make sure you tag us, and we'll find it, and we'll we'll put your questions Where up tomorrow. Steve from Cicero will email. That's us. right. Steve from mm-hmm. Cicero will I be am there. Sure I'm sure Steve might have like four or five questions. It's been a while me. since Steve's been there. So is he we'll, still alive? Hopefully, we need to I check on so. our guy. He well, doesn't want to be anymore. But he is. Too. Um, yeah, throw us some Christmas questions. Let's get. Let's yeah, have let's yeah. have some. Fun. If we don't, if we the, don't the like the questions we get, we're we're going into Christmas movie. Unless we talk about the Blackhawks tomorrow, the better. Yeah, let's have some fun with it. So get your questions in. But a reminder, tomorrow, special time of 1.30. We're an hour early tomorrow, mm-hmm. so don't miss that. Make sure you join us for our mailbag show, and we'll have some fun and frivolity. We've been mad and crabby and pissed off enough. We promise you a fun show tomorrow. So make sure you join us at 1.30, and we want to remind you that we're powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comed.com slash clean. Thanks to Steven for running the show and staying up with us. Thanks to everybody who is with us in the chat today. We are right there at 100 likes. Come on, so on your way out, get us over the hump, please. Get to that 100 like mark for us. Shake everyone's that. hand for 100 likes. There you go. And we'll talk to you tomorrow, 1.30, on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We all silly like the mayor. 